medical study has revealed a racial disparity when it comes to blood pressure health risks. With the details, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Dr. Kevin Fasella of the University of Rochester School of Medicine and Dentistry is the lead author of a study that looked at what is being called a blood pressure gap between the races. I understand your study was the first of its kind, calculating how many lives are lost each year to high blood pressure and comparing the rate of deaths among different racial groups. So tell us what you found. We looked at the impact of unequal blood pressure. In other words, average blood pressure values between whites and African Americans. And we found that there was about a six or seven point difference among those who had high blood pressure. What we then did was calculate how many heart disease and stroke deaths among African Americans would be reduced if their blood pressures were the same as whites. And what was the total number of lives that would be saved? It came to close to 8,000 per year. In other words, if these blood pressures were equalized, then there would be nearly 8,000 fewer black deaths per year from these causes. Now, what do you believe the reasons are for these differences in blood pressure between races and then, of course, the resulting death rates? One cause is access to care, so fewer visits to the doctor due to insurance-related barriers. We know, for example, that African Americans are less likely to have private insurance, and when they do, their insurance coverage may be less adequate, so they may be less likely, for example, to have prescription coverage. And depending on which medication is prescribed, their costs can range anywhere from a few dollars a month all the way up to $100 per month for a single medication. Another barrier may be lifestyle issues, inadequate education around the importance of dietary changes, such as eating fresh fruit and vegetables, restricting animal fat, cutting back on salt, getting sufficient sleep at night. We know, for example, that inadequate sleep, disrupted sleep, sleep apnea can contribute to elevated blood pressure. Being able to go out and exercise and then a lack of adequate communication between doctors and patients. Sometimes physicians don't always explain things in language that patients can understand and oftentimes patients fail to ask the right questions and and leave confused about exactly how they should be taking their medication. With blood pressure medications, it should be taken every day. It's usually a, a lifelong proposition. Some patients think that they can take them intermittently or only when they feel or believe that their blood pressure is up. So all of these factors probably contribute to higher levels, but they're all factors that can be addressed. So we think that this is a gap that can be closed. Now, I was reading an article that combined your study with a study from England. There was a stat that kind of jumped out at me, and it said that black patients with high blood pressure were prescribed more medications and yet still had significantly higher readings than other racial groups. Yeah, I believe that was from the British paper. It may very well be true. Part of the problem may be adherence. So, for example, if a person is not taking the medication as prescribed, then the physician may add additional medications. So if there's confusion about how to take the medication, the person's not taking it every day, the person will come back with elevated blood pressure and then the the physician may add another medication. So just because you're on more medication doesn't mean that you're getting that full dose or you're taking it every day. So if you were going to choose one thing that you believe would make a significant difference in closing this racial gap in blood pressure, what do you think it would be? I think improved doctor-patient communication. It's important for doctors, on one hand, to make sure that they're explaining changes that the patients need to make. 
both in terms of lifestyle as well as medications, confirm that, that understanding so that they're sure that the patient understands it. And I think on the patient side, the patient needs to come to the visit prepared to ask the doctor questions. How does this medication work? What side effects might occur? How might it interact with other medications that I'm taking? How often should I take it? Under what conditions should I stop it? And if they can't afford the medication, ask their doctor if they can find one that's much cheaper. High blood pressure is not only a major cause of death for all Americans, but is a particularly important cause of death for African Americans. And it is both preventable and for those who have it, treatable. Dr. Kevin Facilla of the University of Rochester School of Medicine and Dentistry, thank you for joining us on InfoTrack. You're quite welcome. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That's it for another weekly installment of InfoTrack. If you'd like to learn more about our guests and topics, our online address is infotrackradio.com. Our internet services are courtesy of Pear.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack contributors Gina Tedesco and Roy Mackey. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Thanks for joining us. We hope you'll be with us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.